beginning? All right. Thank you, Eric. Thank you, music team, for sharing your gift of song and music. Uh, when I heard that Eric, when I heard that Eric was singing um, today, I was like so excited because he's my favorite. I'm not supposed to say that, but you are. Him and Josh Grogan. Sorry. Um, so I'm Michelle Cole, if you didn't know. Um, I am uh, studying to be a unity minister. And I've done several talks here over the last couple of years, um, several of them last year. Uh, so this is my first big one since I came back. So I've gotten a lot of support and love from everyone in the audience. I just want you to know I'm okay. And what I did to start my day today to get ready for, for this talk was, well, I woke up, um, which was a blessing in itself. Uh, but then I um, went for a walk, and I listened to one of my favorite, um, I was going to say tapes. Oh my gosh, that really dates me, doesn't it? So I listened to one of my uh, favorite uh, recordings, and it's um, The Greatest Showman, remastered. So I'm like sitting there, you know, walking around, um, and and the energy of that music just really brings me joy, and it really brings me up. And that was one of the reasons why I decided to do a talk on sing a new song. As you can see behind me, I have a quote: "Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth." And that's from the um, Psalms. I don't know if any of you know that the Psalms are actually a book of songs. They're also the largest book in the Bible. There's over 400 references to singing in the Bible, and at least 50 direct messages asking us or telling us to sing. I found that fascinating. We sing every Sunday. We do a we have our celebration song, our opening song, our offertory song, our closing song. And, you know, at, at some point we think, well, you know, those are just the songs that we sing. But if we sing them a little differently, or sing a new song, we can actually raise the vibration of our church. We can bring everybody else up with us. Those of us on live stream... I hope you're singing with us. Um, you know, that is kind of the essence of where I wanted to go. So I was reading this book, Fear Not, Messages of Assurance, by Martha Smock. One of my dear friends gave it to me. And there was a section on singing a new song. So I'm just going to read a little bit for you. New. What a good word. We may tell ourselves that everything is going to be different, that we are done with the past, that we are embarking on the new. But we may soon be caught up in the same old thoughts, in the same old feelings and reactions. We may, we may find ourselves singing the same old song. In Isaiah 42, verse 10, it says, Sing to the Lord a new song. See, there's another one. And in 
uh, the psalmist says that we need to say to ourselves, I will sing a new song to thee, O God. Our song is our consciousness. If you think about it, when I talked about the word in our meditation, a song is just a different vibration of the words that we speak and the thoughts that we think. And there have been studies that show that um, music and singing can help heal. There have been um, cases, medical cases shown that people that could not talk after a stroke were able to sing to get their message across because it works with a different part of the, br the brain. So when we think thoughts, we know in unity that those thoughts become things, that we create our surroundings by those words and thoughts. But imagine what we can do if we go just one step higher and start singing all the time. What kind of world that would be. I love to sing. And I'm so grateful for Bonnie for letting me be in the choir when we have choir. Um, because voices raised in unison and harmony raises the vibration even higher. But I try to raise my own vibration when I sing for myself. So one of the things I did while I was walking this morning was singing a song. I was singing the A Million Dreams by Pink. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sing it to you here. But not that I couldn't. Um, and then I realized I'm singing out loud in the middle of the street, you know, walking up and down the street. And then I'm like, well, so what? Hopefully they enjoy it. <laughs> uh, but I find myself doing that all the time at home, too. Like I sing, uh, when I, I had a cat, um, and um, I used to sing, You Are My Sunshine, to him all the time. It was just such a sweet, sweet thing. And that was before the Soft Kitty song came out. On, so, so I was the first one to come up with the fun song. So music can do so much for us. It can heal us. It can change us and transform us. And it can make us into something new if we want to. In the Revealing Word, which is one of our books, that um, metaphysical books that uh, Charles Fillmore, our co-founder, helped write, singing is singing, praising, and thanksgiving are the great building impulses of man. Never repress the desire to give thanks through happy songs and words of praise. Singing restores harmony to tense nerves because its vibrations stir them to action, thus making it possible for the ever-waiting healing spirit to get in. The organ of the human voice is located right between the thyroid glands, the accelerators of certain important body functions. To a greater or lesser degree, every word one speaks 
vibrates cells up and down the body from the front brain to the abdomen. I thought that was really interesting to think about that when we're talking or singing, especially when we're singing, that we are vibrating our entire body. We're using the, the throat, our communication center, and we're sending out that music. But we also know that it can heal. People that get sung to when they're in the hospital heal five times faster. Or if they listen to music, We can, um, there are endorphins and oxytocin that get released when you, when you sing or listen to music, and it helps you to reduce stress, it helps you to re- reduce anxiety, um, it helps you to uh, heal those parts of you that need to be healed. Music can also motivate. As I said this morning, I went for a walk. I don't, I go for walks whenever I can, but what really motivates me is the the music that I take with me when I'm going on that walk. So whether it's The Greatest Showman or um, my special playlist um, or something that I'm inspired to listen to uh, on on the path, each time I sing, each time I listen to that music, it changes me in some fundamental way. It allows me to get through that, that, that walking. Not that walking is hard, um, but I have not had... I've had issues uh, since last November. Um, I fell and hurt my leg, and it took a while for me to get back into the swing of things. So walking for me is still a little bit difficult, but it's much easier when I have the songs to sing because then I'm not really thinking about anything that's hurting below. All I'm thinking about is what joy I'm getting in in doing that walk and in hearing those songs. Music can transform us as well. Have you ever heard a song or heard someone singing and it just gets you right in the field? That's how I feel when I hear Eric sing. It's so, it's so wonderful. And he does it with such... I, sorry, I didn't realize that I was, you were going to be part of my talk today. <laughs> It, uh, it brings me uh, to a, another place when I, when I listen to him sing. It truly does. I can feel it within me and all around me when there's a good song on, when there is singing going on. And I know that my landlord probably doesn't, probably gets a little irritated when I'm singing all the time because I sing with my earbuds in. So I can't hear me, but I sound great. <laughs> uh, so that song that we 
we're singing doesn't have to be a literal song either. Because as I said, the song can be our consciousness, or is our consciousness. It is how we come across in the world, how we show up. So when we have something that's going on in our lives, we can change how we think about it, and then we can sing a new song. We can change our tune. Now, I know that um, Donna Van Oosten last week talked about the power of perception and that thoughts were things and that we sometimes have internal obstacles that come through. And I liked what she called the twist of positivity. I don't know if you remember that statement. She talked about how we don't want to just be positive for positive sake. We want to sing a new song. We want to change how we're perceiving things and not just being a Pollyanna to, you know, be, uh, you know, there's nothing else going on in the world. You know, I'm just happy and, and, and joyful. But I can show up in that space. So even though I am, um, you know, working 40 hours a week or more, going to school, you know, doing stuff here at Unity, filling my days with stuff to do, for me, changing my tune or changing my song is about being present and getting centered. And for me, I do that with song because that is what motivates me and heals me. So when you have a day that isn't going quite right, you know, we can change our mind and we can see it a little differently. So um, I think, Marilyn, you were talking about your, your, your work day. You know, when you have a, an issue where things just aren't going the way you imagined them, like I feel about this talk right now, that we, um, we can change it. And it's just a switch in the brain. She also talked about, and I forgot to do this at the beginning because I was going to, we talked about having our, our spiritual practice. Um, she had given everyone a spiritual practice to work on. Does anybody remember that? <laughs> so we were supposed to practice any obstacles that came into our way and what opportunities were able to come out of that. And for me, the obstacle was how am I going to get up here in front of these people that I know love me? that I know support me and talk for 20 minutes. And then I realized that I can talk to anybody for 20 minutes. But it still makes me nervous. It's still kind of like a, you know, one of those things. So when I, when I decided to become a minister, I, I thought, well, I can get up on stage. I get up on stage all the time. I sing on stage. I sing in the choir. You know, I you know do the daily word. I do the prayers. It it can't be that difficult. You know, like um, I've even tried out for stand up comedy. 
I didn't know I was trying out for stand-up comedy. Um, it was about 15 years ago, one of the first times that I had been to Unity. And I was taking a class, and they said, you know, what would you do if you had no fears? And I decided that I wanted to be a stand-up comedian. So they said, there's an open mic night down at the improv. Go do that. O-M-G. So I said, open mic. Well, that's not too bad. You know, they're all amateurs. You know, whatever. We can, I can deal with this. So I wrote out, you know, my, my script and everything, and I went out. And then I'm waiting in line, and I hear some of the people talking, and I realize that this isn't just an open mic. This is a tryout to actually do your shtick at the improv. And I'm like, well, I'm already here. I guess I'll do it. So I did, and I got a couple laughs, not like anything really uproarious or anything. But the thing that was really awesome was that I stayed committed to that focus, and I stayed um, true to that goal. And at the end, the guy that does the auditions, he actually came up to me and said, you know, with some practice, you could be really good. Here's the name of a guy that can help you. He'll help you write your stuff and do all this stuff. And I'm like, that is so amazing. I had no idea. So it made me feel good. So when I get up here on stage, I kind of try and remember that. That even if I don't feel like I'm doing my best work, I'm doing the best that I can in that moment. And I also know that I'm not up here for myself. I'm up here to convey a message of the divine. It sounds a little egotistical for me to say that, but it's true. I, I want to share a message, so I want to give whatever that message is. But I want to do it in a way that motivates and enhances you. And when I give that message and it enhances you, it enhances me even more. And so then I want to continue to do that. This was one of the hardest things for me to come up and do. But I know that if I continue with this, I'll get better. And so I have Thank you all for being here today and for those on live stream because I know my family and friends are watching too, so that's no pressure at all. <laughs> so I guess my point of the story is that you just need to change that thought, change that word, change that song to something worth singing, to something that will provide you with what you need to get through each day. Last year was not a great year for a lot of people, but I'm only going to talk about myself, as I do. Um, <laughs> so, you know, we had COVID, we had, um, you know, the lockdown, we had all, all these different difficulties. 
I had to work from home. That was not a difficulty. Um, that was actually kind of fun. Um, but I experienced several um, transitions in my life. My best friend transitioned. My uh, her sister um, transitioned. My cat transitioned. Then. I found out that Joanne was leaving, then I found out that my therapist was leaving, then I found out that my physical therapist was leaving, and I'm like, I cannot handle much more than this. But when, after my friend uh, passed away, the family asked me to create a song list for the funeral so that we could listen to music, because she was my concert buddy, and she was the person that I went to, to, you know, we're going to get, do you want to go see Alton John? Well, yes. Um, so I created that song list. That song list became my healing and my way to, to grieve. I listened to that every single day for the last six months or more. Those songs got me through the crying and the sadness. And then I would start singing them to remember the happiness and the joy that we had. And now when I hear those songs, I can turn up the radio and belt them out because I know them all by heart. <laughs> so, so those are the ways that singing a new song can really change and transform you. I know it has transformed me. I know that that music is in all of us. Each one of you has a song to sing. And each one of you can sing whether you like it, whether you think you can or not. One of my favorite movies is Elf. I don't know if... So there's a part in the movie where he's talking about singing. He's like, singing is like talking. There is no difference. And then he goes on to sing, which I'm not going to do here. Um, but it was, it was just, uh, you know, changing the, the tone of your voice. But he's right. Singing and talking are really not that much different. We don't like necessarily the sound of our own voice because it sounds different to us than it does to everybody else. But just imagine if all of our voices raised up in song together, what kind of harmony, what kind of beauty could we create doing that? So as with any talk that we have, we always have a practice. And you got away with not telling me what last week's practice was for you. I told you about my obstacle. Did I put the... Oh, spiritual practice. So singing is about being in the now. It requires effort, direction, and focus. You can set the intention to play some inspiring music or to sing along with it. As you go about your day, look at the times that you can sing a new song. Change how your day is going just by changing your tune. Change your consciousness by simply singing a song of joy, hope, or imagination that will uplift and fill you with spirit. I wanted to leave you with 
one other thought. During the meditation, I talked about the Word and that the Word was a sound that turned matter and energy into a form. We know that if a sound is responsible for creation, then it's also capable of recreation. So every time we use our voices, our language, and the music that we make, we can change our programming and we can make a difference in this world. So I, will you all practice that with me this week? I know I'll be singing. Maybe, okay, good. Thank you.